2: He is Chris Landry. I'm Dave Hooker. And boy, have we got some news for you today in a breakdown of the Vols. As it is almost football time in Tennessee, we encourage you to like and subscribe. We'd certainly appreciate that so we can be a part of your day. And Chris Landry can bring the knowledge like no other at Landry Football or go to LandryFootball.com. Get a subscription. Know more about football than you could ever possibly imagine. So he's Chris Landry. I'm Dave Hooker. Tell you more about the Mattress Place and the Mattress Place, no gimmicks, 30 to 70% off every day. And how about Integrity? They've got that too. Uh, they are A-plus accredited, member of the Better Business Bureau, over 225 five-star reviews on Google. That good. They are that good. So it is the Mattress Place on Chapman Highway, just a couple of miles from Henley Street in downtown. Tell you who we we think is, is that good is... Uh, Brew McCoy so I want to get into the top returning UT offensive players but I can't go that direction without mentioning Brew McCoy because everybody's so excited about him and the fact that Southern Cal may be dragging its feet a little bit he's not a returning player obviously he transferred but before we get into the top returning players Chris I'm curious just what you make of this whole situation it seems to be taking a long time.
3: Yeah, it is. You know, I um, I hadn't mentioned this to you, but uh, over the weekend, I spoke with some friends on the coaching staff at USC and it, it came up. And of course, I don't, you know, the coaches don't really know this is handled by compliance and whatnot. But, you know, they they swear upon swear that, you know, look, they got no problem with the kid and he can go and, you know, they signed off on it. But I don't expect them to say, yeah, we're holding it up. Well, yeah. How about, I mean, you know, so I, I don't know what to believe at this point on that. Um, I, you know, they say and claim that since January they've done their process and whatnot, it's in the NCAA. So it's, you know, it's, it's the old, I confessed he did it type conversation. Right. I don't know what the deal is, to be honest. Um, I have been through situations like this before where it comes down right to the end. Um, it is easy to blame the NCAA because they don't usually talk, you know, I and mean, they don't. And, and so it's easy to say that they're holding it up or, you know, maybe it is USC. Maybe they are okay with it, but is the proper pa- paperwork at the right time? I, you know, this is where, uh, and I don't want to get off on a tangent because I tend to do that, but this is where having – Not good leadership or organizational structure. We talk about it in terms of NIL and transfer portal and all that. Those are big issues. But this is another issue that this doesn't happen. And I'm not trying to compare it just because I've spent a a large part of my life in the NFL. This is where it wouldn't happen this way in the NFL. You don't allow you know the Eagles to determine whether you know the Giants had this. No, you, you've got you've got a situation that needs to be handled, and it shouldn't be up to that. It, there should be there there are proper procedures that need to take place, but they're instituted by a body. But in fairness of the NCAA, what people don't understand is they say well, the NCAA should do that. The NCAA can't do anything. They lose everything in litigation if they say you can't do this, you can't do that. They have no power. So we need to create a structure with or without the NCAA. doesn't matter what we call it, but you need to have a structure that says you get this situation. And they all understand that this shouldn't be happening right now. Uh, Eligibility of a player should be yay or nay before August 1st. And, that should be done and should be and it shouldn't be well they're dragging their feet or could be dragging that 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 is not a non-issue should be a non-issue. It's not and it's frustrating for everybody. It's unfair for everybody. It's unfair for the kid. It's unfair for Tennessee. And if USC has done everything right, it's unfair for them to be, you know, to have to to say, well wait a minute, you know, he's not ours. We did this. Why are we we were busy with our stuff. I don't get that. And, you know, so I don't know what's happening. And that's the problem. We should easily know why, how to fix it. But because, you know, he did it, he did it. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's it. That's the mess that we're in that leads to stuff like this.
2: Yeah. And, and Chris, before we get to those incoming players that are going to be so valuable for Tennessee. And there are quite a few. Yeah. You you've stated before, clearly you think brew McCoy is a difference type of maker based off what you have seen. Is that fair to say? He's a
3: difference making talent. Okay. Now he's moved around in the maturity level. I've seen a bunch of guys with great talent, never amount to anything. Okay. So look, I think it, I think this guy has as much or more physical ability as any player on Tennessee's roster at the receiver position and, and probably as good as any, he is an elite talent. So, you know, yeah, I'm curious to see what he's going to do with it or if he's going to continue. I mean, there's a reason why he's gone from this place to that place and back to it. And and right. now he's back to Tennessee. So I wouldn't sit there and jump on the table and say, this guy is going to be great. He's a great talent and he should be great. I expect him to be great. The Vols coaching staff expects them to be great. But so did Texas and USC, and he's no longer there. And quite frankly, and again, I, it could be sour grapes, neither one of those staffs are sorry he's gone. So what does that mean? Is that, okay, well, he's a little immature, whatever. Well, well maybe this is the right fit for him. Maybe the maturity level kicks in. Maybe he realizes, well, you know, I better I better straighten out. I, you know, maybe it clicks in for him. So, yeah, he has got, you know, all of that in a bag of chips. But let's see whether he can produce and whether he's going to be allowed to at the start. And I think he will, but I'm just probably just guessing on that.
2: Uh, How much – I I want to get to Hendon Hooker and the Tennessee returning players on offense that will have a big impact. Again, this brought to you by the Mattress Place Chalk Talk, brought to you by the Mattress Place Marine Corps veteran-owned, A-plus accredited member, of the Better Business Bureau, over 225 five-star reviews on Google. So, Chris, the top incoming offensive players for Tennessee, of course, Hendon Hooker and Cedric Tillman, yeah. are the ones that we're going to point to the quickest. And I just wonder how much more upside do you think they have as opposed to what we saw last year?
3: I think Hendon Hooker has a lot more upside. He's had a complete offseason in the system where he's the guy. Um, I think he can get better. I think this offense is very quarterback friendly. I think it aids the quarterback a lot at the the line of scrimmage and a lot of what they do formationally kind of – and the pace allows, for lack of a better term, for him to read the defense's mail and get a feel for what they're doing by, by, by the setup and a lot of built-in stuff. So, like for example, you know, in in this offense, they go such a quick pace and they recognize things from the sideline and in the quarterback. So basically, you may have, let's say, you're misaligned. You're a defensive back and you're lined
0: up. Step into the world of power loyalty
3: outside shoulder of the receiver there's a quick call to run a slant because if he's playing outside technique you got you got a you got a a great opportunity for a post or a slant they can do that so it, it it makes receivers look open like and it's not just that they're getting open but that by scheme and by pace they got a lot of free runs well a lot of free runs for the receiver makes it a lot easier for the quarterback so i think the combination of he can get better he can get more comfortable with recognition and seeing things, so that it can even work a little quicker. I mean, in terms of decisions, I think he's got a chance to get a lot better.
2: Uh, what about Cedric Tillman? Um, boy, I stood next to him, and that you know, when you see six four, six five, and then sometimes you remember what six four, six five is in person. He he looks. He looked bigger than me in person than he did on tape. I was, uh, and I've been impressed with him on tape. I, I think he's a pretty good player
3: because he's so fluid and he's so fast and his change of direction is so good. You, just think he's a smaller guy because yeah. smaller guys do that. And you're right; he's, he's got size. And now this is where go back to Brew McCoy. This is, this is what Brew McCoy hopes he can be: is Cedric Tillman. You know, production wise and handle things. And imagine having two guys with that talent that you've got two number one receivers and the number one receiver is what it's a guy that dictates coverage you've got to adjust your coverage because that guy's in the game you got to roll coverage his way you got to give help to him you got two guys like that
1: with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere
0: dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom
3: I think the production level can, can, you know, continue to grow and get better. Now, production level doesn't mean how many catches, big plays, opportunities, the play around them, the, your more balanced offense, um, a, a, an availability of Brew McCoy may not mean quite as much numbers, but maybe more explosive plays because again what great matchups you can get and dictate if you've got multiple guys that are kind of in the same uh, realm of Cedric. I think he's as talented as any receiver in the SEC. I think he's got tons of ability. Um, but again, production wise it's aided so much by this offense that uh, he doesn't have to win every route to get open. And that's the thing that's, that's, that's really impressive about this yeah, And,
2: and and Chris, I um, with that combo, it's uh, it's going to be great I th- for Tennessee, I would think, as they continue. And Josh Heupel said this; he's been really open more than coaches I've covered about things are going well. Usually, you know, you say they're not going so well, like the oh Lou Holtz method, oh they're just terrible. But um, so he's been pretty open about the the fact that they've been able to connect. He's also been pretty open whether or not he meant to about the running back situation so with Jabari Small I think as a as a journalist here's the way it was supposed to play out right Jabari Small comes in everybody realizes he's too small to play every single down so this guy Justin Williams Thomas that looks like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in some of his better movies is going to show up and be the guy that's the way it was supposed to work out it hasn't worked out that way at all Jabari Smalls answered the bell kudos to him and from what I've heard, Justin Williams Thomas is flash, but maybe not ready. What do you hear?
3: Yeah, look, I, I we talked a little bit uh, a few weeks back about maybe keys to the offense, and, and
1: it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 18 plus you know
3: we can talk about the guys we've already discussed but to me it was jabari small i think he's got real elusive qualities in this offense where you're going to see a soft box where you're going to see um plenty of running room i think this guy can be really outstanding catching the football running the football out of the backfield check downs i think he's a big factor to take this offense to where it is even more difficult to defend got the vertical receivers, the running backs, the tight ends could make obviously the checkdowns and the ball control part of this offense that much better. I think Jabari Small is is a really productive player with good vision, good understanding, and look, there are a lot of big plays to be made in the running game in this offense because of the fact that you don't have a lot of guys in the tackle box.
2: Well said should be an interesting year he is chris landry again the mattress place the mattress place just a couple of miles from downtown you may be moving your youngster in i know that we've been doing some of that into college so that's a great place to call for 30 to 70 percent off each and every day how about that no gimmicks and you know they're marine corps owned and they have the reviews to to back it all up. So, again, the mattress place on Chapman Highway. They bring you Chalk Talk with Chris Landry. I'm Dave Hooker. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No prohibited by law. 18+ terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper?